Coffee is my ambrosia, I swear it. Too bad it doesn't have a bunch of nutrients in it to keep me alive. I'll have to make some food of some sort, I suppose. I like it better when God calls down one of the deceased to help me make my lunch. I remember last year, Jacob helped me three days in a row. He wasn't much of a cook, but I could eat it. Thank you, Jacob. God told me that was Nick's dad. I don't know if it's true because I never asked him about his dad. I hoped he would trust me with telling me about it, but he never did. I wanted to know. I cared immensely. I don't anymore, thanks to God's ineffable and divine therapy. As soon as it was obvious that Nick would rather run off with some stripper named Candace, a la Candy Cane, God took over and got me over him. He ran into her arms a month after I delivered my marriage proposal, so it's not like I was interrupting a current romance. Still. I wish I'd never bothered to tell him how I felt and I just used it to heal the universe TM instead. It needs it so desperately. Higher Love by Whitney Houston, remixed by Kygo. Thank you, universe, for taking care of me. Thank you for showing me true love, what it's like to be on the other end of it. I suspect this isn't the only time you've shown me, but this time, I can remember it's you. Thank you. I still wish I was dead and I'm sorry for that because I assume it disturbs you deeply. I know last night must have been a final straw, as I sat here at a computer desk, beating myself in the cranium and whimpering how I wanted to cease to exist yet again. And why? Because I can hear cheating assholes all the way from my hiding hole. Because they've got a bead on me telepathically and cannot keep themselves from continuously raping me in their thoughts, one way or another, sexually or not, it doesn't matter. They do not respect that I've disappeared. They never respected me, not one of them. Except Julie and maybe Sheila. People just don't have sense, Dad. They really don't. I've tried to reason out how it is I've been born here, an alien amongst the normies. I didn't get the handbook on life, Dad. I don't know how I even exist, being heaped up with hatred all my life. In elementary school, I was the girl with only half a face. In middle school, Popeye and period stain. In high school, the black sheep that everyone feared would be the next Columbine, at least, I think that's what they feared. I wore a purple trench coat all the time, even in hot weather, as another layer of protection between me and them. The nasty human beings that spoke about me behind my back. My little brother was more likely to do what they feared and they didn't know it, no. Just pick on the goth girl. Why do they talk behind my back? I'm just a girl. I'm just trying to strike my own path, entirely alone and lonely. That's all I ever was and all I'll ever be. They didn't really try that hard to be inclusive of me. But, you know what? It inspired me to be the kind of person who would have saved me, in the end. I figured out how to be honorable and caring. I figured out how to be supportive. I figured out how to be wonderful, in short, because nobody wanted to help me up when I fell. I fell all the time. From great heights. Last night I had a dream of nearly falling off the house. For some reason, there was no roof to my attic anymore. The building was crumbling away, too, and I was lying there, staring up at the stars. I ended up kicking over the wall I was near, too, shaking the whole building. I could wonder what my dream meant, or I can just remember my house is falling apart because I'm paralyzed. I cannot seem to move forward or even backward right now. I can't move. I can't even breathe. I could rescue the house and my ancient ones both, Dad, but they aren't at all willing to be rescued. The house is, but the humans aren't. I suspect I'm just going to abandon them all and ride off into the sunset with my cats. 
run off to Never Never Land. Finally, if they just stood to the side and invited me in, the vampire that I am, then I would come in. But nobody invites me in. They want to command me. Demand me. Everything but love, it seems. If I don't contort into a fucking pretzel to satisfy them, it's not enough. Here, girl, get on your knees if you want to be loved. Grovel. Worship. Appease. Tease. Rinse and repeat. That is every man ever. That's what they want, ladies. And when they get it or some facsimile of it. They convince themselves they don't deserve to be loved at all and run smack into the wall opposing you. It doesn't matter if you've completely demeaned yourself, gutting your true nature in order to appease some piddly ass scaredy cat of a man. The man in the UK clearly ran to this candy cane, traumatized that I said I'd visit him Christmas time. He never ever talked about Christmas independently, so I cannot believe it mattered one little bit to him at all. I love Christmas, though, even if I was never a Christian. The little fairy lights make me so happy. I will no longer be appeasing men. Or women. I will not be anything for anyone else. I will be me, kitty cat extraordinaire. I wonder if those in heaven will help me make lunch for the rest of this pitiful existence. Jacob's really nice. So is everyone who comes to help. Michael, Gabriel, Uriel. You know their names. Don't wear them out. They'll stop answering if you get into whiny bitch mode and never get out. I should know. I've been a whiny bitch for ages now. I got sick of it, though, so now it's time to grow up again. Growing up sucks. You can't just sit around making paper telescopes to view the world through. Kaleidoscopes aren't really a big thing in the grown-up world, either. Neither is art. Not unless you're some hotshot comic book artist or Miyazaki. Hey, Dad, can I be the next Miyazaki? I got ideas. Let's start with the Ocean Phoenix Lady.